my voice off. I just get bored anyway if I don't. Uh, you're with Julian on the Brenner and a very stupid idea to review. Talk to me, given I nearly lost my voice in the last bit. Which is an Australian film and it's the this year's It horror film. So every year seems to have one, whether it's, you know, The Witch or, you know, I think Smile and um, Barbarian last year. Uh, it horror films. This one's very interesting because Danny... Filupu and Michael Filupu run the Raka Raka YouTube channel with over a billion views and nearly 7 million subscribers, which set the groundwork for this horror to have been a very big success off the back of a tiny budget. And it's got insanely good reviews, but I kind of went through a dip in it. I found the, the opening to be very, very strong, particularly the opening with the, the suicide in it was quite... An uh, intense opening. Um, the the actual premise itself was quite slight, but I thought overall it really handled. Uh, it pulled itself back into the mix for me. Um, so it wasn't it wasn't quite brilliant. But we get um, a group of teenagers, and it's a film that has been very much analogous or symbiotic with the the notion of the younger generation social media. Uh, and how they, you know, the, the, the fact that it's more relatable to them than, um, you know, something like, uh, I can't remember what the Tony Collette film is, how weird is that? But the idea is that there's a group of teens and they've got this hand, uh, uh, like a fossilised hand, and if they, they go around and have parties and the person that says, talk to me to this hand, becomes possessed by somebody that's dead. And as long as they keep it under 90 seconds or so, the person is okay and they can break the connection with the dead person possessing one of their friend's bodies. Why would they do this? I was just sitting there the first time and they're all doing it as a big joke. And I was like, why would you do this? Have you not seen horror films? Um, it looked terrifying. It looked completely terrifying. So we see like the, the first person do it and... Um, only they can see the dead person sitting opposite them and then they say talk to me and that person becomes them and is like shocked and it's kind of sad as well because they're like the dead person is very confused as to what's going on um and this becomes like this sort of like trendy thing for the kids to do and one of them is um there's a cast sophie wilde her mum's died in the last couple of years from i think suicide and she's got a very strange relationship with her dad so stays with the the teenagers who are her friends uh one of them who's joe bird who's um plays riley who's a, a younger kid but the mum is miranda otto and i mentioned i watched this with my goddaughter who's 25 she didn't know who miranda otto was which made me feel really sad um <coughs> But she wanted to watch this film, so it's obviously resonated with a, a demographic. So she lives on the couch at their house because she doesn't want anything to do with her dad, post her mum's suicide, uh, and she doesn't trust her dad. And she's a bit of an outcast. She's friends with some of the cool kids, but also she's kind of not liked by a lot of them who mistreat her a bit. So she tries to get on the bandwagon of being one of the cool kids and does the talk to me with the hand. Uh, and it all goes fine. But then the younger kids, Joe Bird, who's a few years younger, he wants to go. And she 
her, the sister of the Joe Bird character is like, no way on earth are you doing it. And when she's out of the room, the um, Mia, who's played by Sophie Wilde, who's the lead actor, lets him do it. Uh, and it all goes horribly wrong, um, <coughs> causing incredibly an incredibly violent reaction from the younger kid uh, who bashes himself senseless, knocking his head against the table and the walls and ends up nearly dying and being taken to hospital where he spends the rest of the film in intensive care. There's a setup here which is very analogous to a lot of horror tropes. I even saw um, Insidious, the first Insidious. There's lots of horror films where there's a child being possessed and needs to be rescued from demonic forces on the other side. Going back to the original Exorcist film, it's, it's a fairly well-worn path. Um, which, again, the level of imagination here wasn't up to a lot of the A24 films. Um, the idea of there being a child who's being possessed and the rest of the film is trying to rescue them from these forces is a very well-established trope in horror movies. Um, where it's interesting is the outside of the horror stuff. So there's the dynamic between the Sophie Wilde, Mia character in the family that now hate her because she's blamed for what's happened to the kid. And the reason it happens is because she lets the younger Joe Bird guy connect with the dead person too long. And she does so because the dead person is her mum. So her mum's talking through the Joe Bird character to her, and she allows it to go on for so long. Uh, as we later find out, if you let it go on for too long, the, basically the spirits can possess you and can manifest themselves in the real world uh, and that ties back to what happened at the very start of the film overall it's a very good film it's just not great um, I felt the midsection it sagged I felt the opening was very atmospheric uh, very exciting it painted a credible universe even if I didn't find the teenagers doing such a reckless dangerous thing that was so terrifying to be that credible um, their personalities and interactions and everything was, was well done. Um, Miranda Rosso was really, really good. Um, but the midsection really lagged for me. Where it really picked up were a few twists and turns in the final third, which made everything so much more interesting. And uh, because of the fact that even though Joe Bird's really, really good, he's basically unconscious for most of the movie. But Sophie Wilde in the lead is superb. She's fantastic. Um, she, I love it when characters aren't likable. And she does things continually that are reckless that cause a lot of their problems. And as likable on a personal level as she is, she comes across as somebody that is intensely selfish and reckless and the right person to suffer the consequences and to be susceptible to suffering those consequences. So I thought the final third of this film really elevated it and took us into a very, very dark, satisfying end. But it isn't as good as any one of those marquee A24 films. It's still pretty good. It's up there with Smile from last year. So talk to me. I'm going to give a 7.5 out of 10 and stop talking.